Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Dow It, the podcast for people starting DAOs. I'm Adam Miller, and I'm your host. I'm the CEO of MyDAO, which provides legal entity solutions for DAOs. And prior to starting MyDAO, I did consulting for people starting and operating DAOs. This is the second of two episodes this week. Uh, in the first episode, we covered uh, the week in DAO news with our guest, Alexa. And now we are going to go deeper into an interview with her about her background, common challenges she's faced in DAOs, and advice for the audience. So Alexa, for this segment, um, how did you get into Web3 and DAOs in the first place? I worked in tech startups and the last one was actually a fintech, which I really wanted to change and was looking for something different. And um, completely by accident, I applied for a role in a DAO, again, not knowing what the DAO was and how they worked. And um, DAOs came to me quite naturally, understanding how they how they operate, what their on-chain and off-challenges are, and of course, like the legal and the compliance issues, how communities work, and understanding the community itself. So based on that, you can actually design a good governance and good decentralized operations that are actually sustainable and how to build a project in the manner that it needs to reach certain level of maturity so it can actually decentralize properly and that the trust between the community and the initiators of the project goes both ways, not just community towards the founder. Wow. So it sounds like you've seen a lot and you, it sounds to me, if I were to summarize, you help DAOs figure out how to be a good DAO. An effective DAO is that is that fair or is it more specific? <laughs> well, I I help I consult and advise on frameworks for governance and for decentralized operations because as we know the governance is what's in the code, right? So let's say that cannot be corrupted and that it's autonomous and um, does not require human intervention until some degree. However, the operations of the DAO are actually where the centralization risks happen. And uh, what happens as well is that projects go down too soon without being ready to DAO, and that can cause many problems down the road. So what I do, I support with a roadmap on how to how to go down and how to build the trust towards the community and how to actually properly educate the community. So the community is supporting longer term, not just when the bull market is there and when everyone is happy. Because if you don't have a good and supportive community when when the market is like today and when it's bear market, well, you're not going to really make it, right? And uh, it's the projects are highly dependent on the community. And uh, since this is a very, very new environment, even though there is a lot of buzz going around there and many brands are getting into, many people are getting into it, the majority of those people are actually getting into it without even understanding what the DAO is, how they operate, and what are some of the challenges. And um, many think it's super easy 
I started teaching recently um, in, a, in a school about Dallas decentralization in governance. And I had a governance class and I was explaining, right? So it was like more than two hours just talking governance. And uh, the class was, was like, oh, we didn't know there is so much to talk about here. And I was like, yeah, there is. And one guy at the end of the class, he was like, now you understand why my country is dictatorship. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, of course I laughed, but I was like, well, this is not really much of a comfort. <laughs> it's funny because I've heard some people say that like that's the model DAOs should follow, at least for a while, is like benevolent dictatorship until they get to a certain level of maturity. But uh, I, I don't I don't agree with that, although I think there's something to it. But uh but it's interesting to hear that you're using a model of, uh, of, of at least people are reading into it, comparing governments to DAOs. Is that a a comparison that you that you think is apt or that you use a lot? How people usually understand DAOs is like, well, there is no CEO, there is no CTO, CMO, which is great, right? So there is no management level. You know, the community decides everything, but you know, but what the issue happens is just that the community is not active enough right it's not involved enough and then what you need to do is to um, make those decisions right like you can trust a small number of people but again DAOs are a buzzword and if you're building upon you know, just because something is buzz without knowing how it actually operates like you cannot really go far if you're doing everything opposite or what you know is in decentralized world it doesn't mean that you're doing it the right way it's not sustainable long term because unlike some of the governments, right, because uh, some of the governments, right, so you can actually use the models and uh, kind of copy, modify, paste. And that is not as possible that, in my opinion, uh, because um, every community is different. And the governance that you're building for the project needs to fit the community itself, right? So if we go back to the law, right? So how actually law was created and modeled based based on the people and how actually people react to certain things. And um, first we had customs, right? Like, you know, some tradition that we used to behave and we saw it as a ruling, but when you know people started realizing that's not really the way to go then modified it based on the people and the, on the events and that the same thing happens with uh with DAOs but DAOs are a lot more complex because they're super decentralized and you have to you have to cater to different people to different needs to different cultures mm-hmm. right because that's something that one needs to take into account then to different um, levels of knowledge, right? Because you will have in the community people that have been in the industry for a while, but you will have completely be- complete beginners. And but you need to you need to make sure you support both. So it really does require very unique and custom based approach. Um, in order to be able to build like a good governance, and then doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, interesting. So, okay, one mental model I'm hearing that you're using is that the smart contracts and the code are are one thing, and that's a solvable problem. But that's just half the story. The other half of the story is the people and the actual operations of how they interact, what structures they use, how they get work done, how they collaborate, how they make decisions. And it sounds like that's the part that um, you and your company are are primarily focused on. Is that is that right? You know, there's like a desired approach, right? So while I'm mainly focused on actually the DAO, the governance and the operations in the community, the other part is more on the legal and compliance side, right? Because you have to, of course, like have a proper on-chain governance, have decentralized operations, but that also has to agree with the off-chain world, right? And how you, what is the type of structure that you go for um, to represent the DAO. And that's a very important piece and that is handled by the, by the legal team. Okay, cool. Now, one interesting thing I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from you is that on one hand, every community and every situation is different in terms of what governance structure makes sense for them. But on the other hand, you did mention frameworks and that you have different frameworks that you can use to help um, your clients think about um, the best structure for a DAO. So, how, how does how does that work? Where on one hand every situation is different, but on the other hand there are frameworks. Like what what kinds of things do these frameworks um, do or help people with? What I usually do, I take a deep dive within the into the community, and I listen and I monitor a lot. I stalk them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> joke, joke. <laughs> But um, you need to understand the community language, right? So you need to understand um, what the community thinks and how they work because you need to grab governance based on that. And on the other hand, what you need to understand is the vision of the project. What is the short-term vision? What is the long-term vision? And uh, based on that, understand how you get from point A to point B to point C further, right? That is ongoing work. It takes time because you need to get to know the community. And of course, like, you know, it's a DAO, it's a startup, you know, things change super, super fast. And um, you need to, of course, like adjust to that as well and follow and implement. And also you need to follow what's happening in the regulatory environment globally. Again, where the investors are from, where the founders are from, what are the future plans for expansion for this and that and um, make sure that what you're what you're build, building now what you're doing now is actually going to work in a year or two i mean of course like to the best of your ability since the current uh, framework is um is quite shaky you know and it's still it's in discovery phase you just need to take all that into account and get very creative, I would say. And um, the the community is the key component. And uh, based on that, you also need to craft necessary policies, all right, in order to make sure. And um, those policies don't need to not not all policies are coded, right? Because you have the rules within the DAO, of course. I mean, the code of conduct, for example, or the proposal policy, some of that you can code, but some of them you cannot because it's um, it's mainly human-dependent in how the human community behaves. If someone keeps being offensive, for example, on Discord, I mean, you cannot really kick them out by with a smart contract, <laughs> right? But what you need to do, you need to have 
and code of conduct as a policy, as a very trans- transparent tool that does say that if you do this, this, and this, first you get muted, and if you keep on going, well, then you get banned. Like, that doesn't exclude you as a DAO member, as a, as a holder of the assets, uh, but does exclude you as a Discord member for the reason that you're literally either harassing or spreading FOMA or, you know, a bunch of things. I mean, I've been involved. I mean, the things I saw and read on Discord are just sometimes to me, wow. And for that, you have to be ready and uh, craft policies that can actually respond to different situations. Mm. So, so just tell us a little bit about what, what's the structure within which you're working? I know you have a company called, uh, is it Vasio? Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. so what's the structure of the company? What's your role there? How do you guys engage with customers? So it's a nonprofit based in Brussels and I'm managing director and the team is also fully decentralized as well. We work with different blockchain-based projects where we support with, uh, of course, like, you know, with the on-chain part, with governance, operations, community, and the off-chain, basically, the legal compliance risk management. We're in a nonprofit association, and we have um, members that are either service providers or individual consultants and that can uh, that can provide services to the projects where we are basically act as a middleman in that in that relationship because we act as a legal representative of those mm. those blockchain based projects and with that we mitigate the risks of decentralization or taking on unlimited personal liabilities um we support the projects with um, with legal and business assessments based on which we understand what are the potential risks associated with the project and based on that give recommendation on best practices how to mitigate those and um, you know for example if if we see that for example a token can be regarded as a security we of course like tell that to the founders to the team potentially advise on how those things um, can be solved, recommend the experts that can actually help them um, help them with that. Cool. Awesome. And uh, for, for the Americans in the audience, I, I originally said Wasio. So that's where you can find the website is waceo.org. But now I know Wasio is the right way to say it. Um, so, uh, Alexa, would you tell us from all your experience working with so many DAOs, what, what's the most common growing pain, you know, early challenge that you see um, with these DAOs and how would you recommend people address that challenge? Well, what I think is, uh, you know, that point of understanding, you know, what the DAO is and how decentralization actually works. And what I've noticed that the communities, you know, they do not really understand what their role is and of the community members, you know, both individually and collectively. And they just don't understand that. They have no clue where their power lies and that if the founder is just not good, like you can kick out the founder. You can literally do that. But the communities are not really aware of it because... People come from that Web2 mindset, right? Like, and we are used to having those leaders 
and that of course like, you cannot kick out a CEO or an MD for from from a regular company, but you can actually do that um, when it comes to that. Of course, you cannot take away their assets or take away their community membership, but the role they have within the DAO, they, that can be that can be removed by a simple proposal and a vote. And um, what I've also noticed is that a community also wants to be selectively decentralized. And, um, you know, everyone is talking a lot about that transparency, communication, this and that. But what, when bad things happen, they're like, we don't need to know that. Like, why did you tell us this, right? So why don't you keep that within the theme? And, you know, we don't have to know these things happen. And I'm like, wait, dude, like, that doesn't work that way, right? So it's not like you hear only only the great news and the good news. And then, you know, when, you know, Fluff hits the fan, you're like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, you guys deal with that behind closed doors. And, um comments like that brings about like a bad feeling or like within the community um this is gonna reflect badly on us when it comes to the project and i'm like you know i mean you're no different than any other community each and every project experiences the same different challenges right so you know i mean it's you know different pie but it's very similar and uh um, I think those are some of the very common issues that I've been noticing a lot. And, um, you know, also that like DAOs are fake and DAOs are BS, right? Like, you know, it's not a problem with DAOs, it's a problem with the people that are in the DAO and how the DAO is actually structured and uh, how actually the community is involved with the project. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm imagining, uh, I I absolutely agree that this is what um, I see a lot of is, you know, people get excited about a project, they go, they buy the token, they join the Discord server, and then they're like, now what, right? And so maybe some of them figure it out, but for the others, I think it's important, as you suggested, to somehow let them know what their role is, which could be as little as just be a community member and just hang out in the Discord and maybe vote occasionally, but they need to know it's that, or maybe there's an option to do something else and contribute in a deeper way. The problem comes from, comes from both directions, right? Because the founders also come from very centralized environments, right? Where they are like, well, we're going to work with people only that agree with us or with the people that, um, and that we chose, right? A lot of people that are extremely active on Discord. I mean, you know, you really need to chill, right? So Discord is literally like a full-time job. And um, you cannot really be omnipresent all the time and show up for your Discord shifts, right? In order to be um, regarded as a valued member. And um, I think uh, what is definitely happening is that people are um, really working on the principle of quantity or quality. So what are the challenges that you see DAOs facing a little bit further down the road? So they've made it, you know, into a more mature stage. What's the most common challenge that you see and how would you recommend people address that challenge? Well, I definitely think that the relations are going to be a major, major challenge for the next few years because... Um, relations? Like, what do you mean by relations? Like, reg- like oh, regulations. regulations. Okay. Sorry. Okay. 
because even though we have those LLCs or nonprofit foundations that we are using uh, to incorporate the DAO, right? I mean, the entity representing the DAO, that's not the solution long term. And, um, you know, when more regulations are enforced, I mean, enforced, right, actually implemented, and when we start understanding a lot better how we're going to treat NFTs, right, so what is the taxation and the, this and that, and that's going to have a major impact actually on um on DAOs in general, on communities, and uh, how the projects are actually structured. Yeah, you know, one specific thing I see as a big challenge related to that is even just, let's say a DAO is going to use a a Marshall Islands DAO LLC. They need an operating agreement. Mm -hmm. And the operating agreement is the governing document for the organization. And that agreement can talk about smart contracts and tokens and how those are involved. But writing that operating agreement um, is is something I, I don't think is a solved problem. There aren't like templates available all over the internet for different types of DAOs. You know, we've tried really hard mm-hmm. to get input from a lot of different lawyers. We've worked with a lot of DAOs, and still it's hard to know exactly what that operating agreement should look like. Um, because kind of, I think to your point, you know, you want to think about how the DAO is going to work in the long run and all the situations that could come up and build in some kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, language around, you know, any of these things that could occur. Um, and it sounds like that's the type of thing that your, you and your firm could really help people with, um, if they want to get it right. Yeah, more on the DAO side, right? Like, and the lawyers are there on the, on the legal and compliance side. So we find the middle ground, and especially since I do have legal background and I keep myself updated on what's happening. So it helps to kind of uh, balance things mm-hmm. and um, see what options we have on the table and um, how to structure that governance and uh, how to make sure to maintain that significant level of decentralization. Cool. What about, aside from the two things we've just talked about, what is the number one piece of advice you would have? Let's say someone came up to you in Discord or on the street and said, hey, Alexa, I'm starting a DAO. You know, what's the number one piece of advice you have for me? Um, Read a bunch of articles, different opinions. Don't stick to only one. Because don't stick only to mine, right? Because there's needs, right? It's based on my personal experiences and uh, how I see and understand DAOs and the same goes for other people. And um, don't trust too much like, you know, shillers and paid YouTube videos and um, YouTube videos that are promoting very specific DAOs while talking about governance and how their governance is fantastic and the best to investing and to become a part of. And um, I would also advise to see and, you know, to find someone to have uh, some, like a crash course in DAOs. You know, I, I also very much agree with you that people have wildly different perspectives on what is a DAO, what makes a good for a good DAO, how to lead a DAO, how to run a DAO, how to structure a DAO. Just, just it's actually shocking to me, you know, from hosting this podcast, just how different um, different people see those uh, very basic issues. I, I guess it's almost like if you were to just ask people who run businesses, 
what's the best way to run a business? You'd get a ton of, but I feel like it's even more diverse than that. Like people, cause even if you ask people, what is a business? They probably agree more with each other than when I ask people like, what is a DAO? It's just, it's kind of all over the place right now. So I, I do, I do think um, just talking to as many people as possible is, is one good piece of advice. All right. The last couple of questions um, for you, Alexa, before we conclude. Um, the first is, do you have any favorite tools that you would recommend people check out related to DAOs and running DAOs? Actually, like recently became a fan of Charmverse. So it's basically a tool that is combining or very uh, Web3 used uh, tools such as Discord, Discourse, and also um, Notion. They're also implementing a Twitter-like feed and also having some, if I, if I remember well, some LinkedIn features. And you can also earn popes. And there is also like a governance page. There is a forum and there is Discord, um, Discord feature as well. I mean, Discord-like. So it's a tool that combines multiple um, multiple tools into one, and uh, it's web. It's built on Web three basics. So that would be you know some of the tools that I would um, recommend checking out. Awesome. And what about any favorite DAOs, or not just favorite DAOs, but if there's DAOs you'd recommend people check out who are new to DAOs, um, what would those be? Well, it depends on the interest, right? So if you're a legal woman interested in, in the ring blockchain industry, then I would definitely recommend to reach out to me because I'm launching a project, Women Empowerment, that is aimed at educating female legal professionals in crypto blockchain Web3 with the goal to create a Shiba the environment where the women feel empowered and to, uh, to become builders themselves in the space. And we are very much focused on diversity and inclusion. And, um, and the project actually aims to target um, underrepresented communities and women in different uh, regions that might not have had equal opportunities to get um, any sort of education on the, on the industry. Um, then I would also, if you're new to the space, I would advise to, I would also recommend to check out OnCurrent. It's a DAO in the making, so it's not a DAO yet. And the, basically what they do, they're looking to bridge the gap between the, to bridge the, the knowledge gap between Web 2 and Web, um, Web 3 and actually create that single point of um of truth of the of knowledge and research that you can actually go to and get valuable insights because the reports white papers and all the content that is created actually comes from collaboration of multiple experts it's called current is that what you said or Open, open current. current. Okay, cool. Open current. Yeah, and yeah so it's open. It's C-U-R-R-N-T. Uh, okay. Awesome. So omega okay. E. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's always something, something interesting and different. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. And I think the audience knows I like to recommend uh, Bankless is a great uh, DAO that publishes a lot oh, yeah, of great absolutely. content. So definitely check out Bankless. It's it's the podcast I listen to the most is the, the main Bankless podcast, okay. but there's also a ton of other you know podcasts that have spun out of bankless dow that are really good too 
All right, uh, Alexa, where can people find you and your projects on the web and on social? Well, you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, <laughs> as either Alexa Mel or Adele Alexa. And um, also, I'm launching my own podcast, which is going to be Dot Today. Yeah, and you, the audience, uh, you can find me on Twitter at 0xThriller. MyDAO is at MyDAODS. That's M-I-D-A-O-D-S on Twitter or MyDAO.org. Um, please consider uh, leaving a, a review or liking us on whatever platform you are listening or watching on. Alexa, thank you so much for joining. This has been so much fun. And thank I'm you. really, really glad everyone gets to hear all the cool stuff you had to say. Yeah, awesome having you. And uh, for the audience, are you thinking about starting a DAO? Just DAO it. Just Dow It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Just Dow It does not contain any legal or financial advice. My Dow also does not provide legal or financial advice, and nor does your host, yours truly. <laughs>